Welcome, everybody. This is Pastor Blair Blakeston here to Blair the good news of Jesus. And I'm glad you're here uh, with me today, whatever time of the day it is that you're watching this. And uh, just uh, excited for today's challenge as we're going through the devotional book, the 40-day devotional book with the uh, 40 different challenges. And uh, challenges are going to take you outside your comfort zone, reaching out into the community, into your family, uh, your neighborhoods, your churches, uh, workplace. So um, this week's challenge is going to be what's titled Thank You, Friends. But just to jump into last week, uh, last week was Neighbor Day, and it was the challenge to reach out to your neighbors. And I told you that I wanted to go to the uh, one of our neighbors and just reach out to him and just express my uh, appreciation of who he is and what he does and that sort of thing. And he wasn't home. And I said, well, hey, this week I'm going to go to his house, which I did again. And, uh, and he wasn't home. So his work schedule, my work schedule must, must not be the same because when I get home, uh, he's not there. And uh, so anyways, I'm still going to keep at it. I'm still going to continue to reach out to uh, the neighbors. And a lot of them I do have made and do make connections with, but this uh, one particular one I haven't made connections with since I've lived here, uh, which I've been here for uh, 13 months. But anyways, so nothing, nothing to be able to share from last week, but excited for this week. Again, it's uh, titled, Thank You, Friends. And I'm just going to share a few things about Christ in the Bible, where he had Jesus loved everyone. I mean, Jesus loves everyone. Jesus loved everyone. But when he was on this earth and he was doing ministry, he was hanging out with 12 people. He was discipling them. But out of those 12, when he was in certain situations, he called on three of them. It would be Peter, James, and John, who were brothers. And those were the three. And once in a while, Andrew. But those were the, the main three that he called into different uh social settings just for example when he had a special occasion that happened when jesus went up into the mountain and was transfigured uh, before the lord and and moses and uh, zechariah and um, they they came down and, and and greeted with jesus and um or elijah and for this great event the special moment between God and him and some of the people of the Old Testament, he invited, again, Peter, James, and John to go up with him. And there was another time that when he was in a ministry situation, uh, there was a person that came to him and said, hey, Jesus, uh, as a synagogue ruler, um, my daughter's sick. Can you come and heal her? And Jesus took with him Three, three disciples. He did. In fact, this is this. He did not let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, uh, the, the brother of James. So those are the three that he took with him and to pray for this girl who then miraculously was uh, uh, raised from the dead. And it was just, you know, uh, an event that brought glory to God. But again, he, he just had those special friends. Again, he was friends with everyone. But there was just three three people that he just kind of let hang out with him on certain occasions. When he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus went to the Garden uh, this one night just before he was going to be arrested and crucified, hung on the cross. Uh, he was in great distress, just in great anguish and distress. And all the disciples that were there, except for Judas, at 
the Garden of Gethsemane, but he took three of them with him to go further away from the group. And Jesus wanted to pray. And he said, could you just stay here and pray with me for a while? And uh, so again, those, those three people. And then there was just a time where Jesus just hanging out. They're just sitting together, hanging out. And, and then one of them asked Jesus a question. Hey, you know, you, you talked about the end times coming. Um, what, what are going to be the signs about the end times? So they have a conversation about that. So, so this week's challenge is to think of those one to four really close friends that you hang out with or you connect with more than anyone. And you can do more than one to four. But uh, just the idea that, listen, God, God puts people into our lives to encourage us, to be there when we need someone to talk to, um, to pray with us, to have fun with, just doing a fun activity and just different ways of connecting with your different friends and why you get together. So, so the challenge really is just to reach out to those friends and thank them, thank them for their friendship, thank them and be specific what you appreciate about them and let that encourage who they are and help them, hey, just feel good about themselves. And we all need that. We all need to hear some positive feedback about who we are and, and things that we do. And it is a great encouragement. So again, as you're thinking about your friends, um, I'm just going to mention a, a few. Listen, God's really blessed me with a lot of people, a lot of friends. I mean, he's just blessed me. He's brought different people into my life, maybe just for a very short time. And then some friends that I've had forever. And, and God just blessed me with them. But uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to list all of them, but I, I did want to list a few. And as a way of saying, hey, these are people who've impacted my life, who've been an inspiration to my life. And I've even reached out to some of them already to thank them and express my appreciation for their friendship and my love for them. But anyways, here we go. My best friend is, is my wife, Karen, and I love my wife. She's beautiful. She's loving and caring, not just for me, but for people in general. If, if somebody, like I just even think of her like in the youth group, when there was a youth that was hurt or having a rough time, she would like, you know, put her hand on their back and say, are you okay? Is there anything I can get you? Um, do you want some ice or do you need a band-aid or whatever? She was just, she was the mother of all the kids there. And she, her expression of love was, was great. And that's the same expression of love that she showed them is the same expression of love she shows me. I mean, we met uh, doing ministry through uh, Fox Insurance, did a ministry of bringing in Christian music. But the one particular day we went to, creation festival and I, I knew her and liked her uh, but we you know we were just a, more kind of like acquaintance starting to become friends just through the ministry of bringing in Christian music and such but at creation festival every time I saw her I acted like it was the first time I'd seen her forever like I hadn't boy it's been a long time since I since I saw you but every time I saw creation I would go Karen she'd go Blair and then, then we'd hug each other like you know, we're best friends or whatever, but inside I'm like, hey, I like this girl. So, and, and it just blossomed and got married, have two 
two daughters and three grandkids and two great son-in-laws. And God's really blessed us as a husband and wife, mother, father, and I'm blessed by her. She does a lot of work inside the house. I do more outside the house, but I do help her occasionally inside the house. Just so those of you are like, well, she should have to do everything. Okay, she, she doesn't do everything, but don't ask her. Don't ask her that because she might give a different answer. So anyway, she's, she's awesome. She's beautiful and I love her dearly. So she's my best friend. She's my prayer partner and we pray. I'm not gonna say every night because sometimes she goes to bed before me and when I get up there, she's sound asleep. And, and uh, so I don't wake her up and say, hey, we forgot to pray. But uh, just about every night we pray together and that's bedtime's oftentimes a great time of conversation that we have and talk about things. And so anyways, she loves to communicate and share different things and likes to know what's going on. And, and uh, so her investment into this marriage, I really do appreciate. She loves, she wants to feel loved. She wants to feel she's important. And, uh, and I just try and do more and more every day to help her realize how beautiful she is and how awesome she is. Anyways, so that's, that's my best friend. So who's your best friend? And I'm just hoping that after you hear this podcast, you make sure you stop and contact that person and tell them, hey, you love them, you appreciate them, and again, tell them why. All right, I have some, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump back really into um, post high school in mentioning some of these friends because I think of friends that God brought into my life to help build me in my self-confidence and in my insecurities and my self-esteem. When I was in high school, I didn't have a, a great self-esteem. I didn't like myself. I thought a lot of a lot of people didn't like me, even if they did like me. And so there was just a transition when I surrendered my life to Christ. I gave my life to Christ when I was when I was a little kid, but when I surrendered my life completely, 100%, I was just out of high school, and God began to bring people into my life to help build me up in my faith, but in my confidence and in my uh, awareness, self-awareness, my self-esteem, and and all that stuff. But I remember going to college, feeling called to, to go to college. And just pray to God, okay, Lord, I, I want to start life over. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to feel about myself the way I do. I, I, I just pray that as I go to this college, I can meet new friends and make good friends and da 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 da. So that was my prayer. And when I get there, my roommate is this big kid, you know, strong kid, and his name was Mark. And I just thought, oh great, this is going to be a kid that's going to bully me, you know, because I'm just a, you know, just a little little person, a little guy or whatever. So, but he, he loved Jesus and we had a great friendship and encouraged each other. We would pray with each other and did a lot together. And so he was a wonderful friend and really boosted. I mean, God definitely used him to help build me up in many different ways. So I'm thankful for Mark. And I even sent him a Facebook message to thank him once again. So, but 
but Mark and I would also like to joke around and laugh and have fun. And I um, just, in fact, I'll share a little story with you if I grab a pen here. Uh, I might even share this before, I don't know. But it was just uh, kind of a funny story. Mark's, you know, the room that we stayed in, the dorm, we didn't have cell phones back then, okay? And you know, actually it was a rotary dial phone. And the phone was just outside our dorm door. I mean, just outside our room in the hallway. There was two phones, one on the east side, one on the west side. And so we could we could bring the phone in to our room. The cord was long enough. And so he brought, brought it in. He's leaning on his chair. He's talking on the phone to somebody. And I, and he's in his, he's just in his underwear. All right. I mean, that's, he just walked around the dorm in his underwear and didn't have a shirt on or anything. So um, I have my pen in my hand while he's talking on the phone. I'm getting ready to go to the library. So I clicked it so it would be sticking out. But if I let it go, it would, the ink mark would disappear. So I'm writing on his back while he's on the phone in big letters, his name, M-A-R. And he goes, what are you doing? I, and I unclicked it and I go, I'm not doing anything. I'm just pretending. I'm just pretending I'm writing on your back and showed him the name, you know, the ink's not sticking out. So then I brought it back around and finished with the big K on the end. And I'm like, oh, hey, I gotta go to the library. I got work to do, boom. So again, in the meantime, he's after he's done on the phone, he's walking around the hallway and people are like, what, what'd you write your, how, how'd you get your name on your back? Well, he, he wasn't happy, <laughs> he wasn't happy. So when I came back to the dorm after the library closed down, uh, he had my sleeping bag and my pillow out in the hallway and locked the door. And so he he was letting me know I'm sleeping out in the hallway tonight. He finally did let me in. But you know, that's just fun stuff that you know that we did and we can laugh about it now. Stuff he wasn't laughing too much at the time, but it was funny and it still is funny. But anyways, that was a, a special friendship that I had that helped me in my faith walk. And But there was also Bill, we called him Billy, and he was a great friend, still is a great friend. Um, we still keep connected and everything. So we, we ate meals together. We, we just did a lot together also. And once again, we had a lot of talks, discussion, just one of the, one of the key friends that we were able to encourage each other. But we also like to joke around. In fact, we would joke around in the cafeteria quite a bit. And I just remember one day we're, we're in the cafeteria, they got the, the big round tables that sit eight people at a table. And we sat at a table next to the aisle that everybody walked through to get their get in line with their for their meals. So in order to get to their meal, they had to walk by our table. And Bill, Billy and I had a, a bet. I don't even remember what the, the bet was, but one of us was going to be a winner and one of us was going to be a loser. And, and I won. But the bet was this. Whoever lost had to say hi to every girl that walked by our table and call them Mary. So I had to say hi, Mary, to every girl that walked by. So, and that was just, I mean, Bill did it real serious. I'm laughing as he's doing it, uh, but every girl that came by, he'd go, hi, Mary, hi, Mary. If two girls came by, he'd go, hi, Mary, hi, Mary. <laughs> so we, we just had fun.
and it was good, clean fun. And uh, I don't think anybody really got hurt by that. So anyway, so that's, those are just friends that God brought into my life early in my new walk with the Lord and did a lot to help me with my faith walk. Um, spiritual leaders. There were spiritual leaders, again, that God just started to bring into my life to help me and stretch me and to go outside my comfort zone because it's really easy in your faith walk to get to a point where you're like, um, I just want to stay right here in this little bubble or this box. And I don't want to venture outside my comfort zone for fear or whatever. And God brought them into my life to really stretch me outside my box, my comfort area, and really teach me and show me that, hey, I have gifts and I can use them for, for God's glory. And it, it, was a, it was a blessing. But anyways, uh, Jeanette and Mark were two spiritual leaders. Uh, Jeanette was first, she was a discipleship group leader. Me and five others, male and females, were part of her group and, and really grew because of the, her influence, her spiritual influence. But uh, when our time ended for that discipleship group, she sent a letter out to, I don't know who she sent them out to, but one of them was sent to me. And the letter said, hey, we, we're starting a discipleship group program again for next year. And we would like you to be one of the discipleship group leaders. We would have an adult mentor with you at all times, but we would like you to be one of the leaders. And I'm like, well, that I can't do that. My confidence still was, you know, wasn't 100%. And I'm like, no, so I just took the paper, wadded up, threw it away. And about a week later, she contacted me and goes, hey, did you get my letter in, in the mail um, about being a discipleship group leader? I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I got it, but I, I, I didn't think I would really be qualified for that. She's like, well, yeah, you, you would be qualified for that. And like, really? You, I mean, what do you see that I don't see? But she saw something. She saw what God could see. And, and those, are, those are special friends, people that can see through through your walls and see who, who God has made you and see the specialness of you. And you don't see it because of, of the, the deception and the lies that the devil puts in front of you. And, and you're not able to see what, what God sees, what God created and other people can see. So what a blessing she was. And I became a discipleship group leader for two years and, um, and it was it was awesome. And then Mark Chabon came along. He was another discipleship group leader. It was for a di different type of discipleship group. It's where um, we did ministry during church. And so again, it was just awesome. So who are your spiritual leaders? Who are people that can encourage you that sees what God sees in you? Who are they? Make sure you contact them and thank them. All right. Accountability partners. Um, I was going to say Tom, Tom Coverley is a great accountability partner, JB. And these are the people that when things aren't going well, I can talk to them and they can talk to me and we can share the, the downers of life and the joys of life. And, and they're supportive. And this works both ways. And this is what I like about accountability 
partners, um, it's supposed to be both ways. And that way we both benefit. We both get encouraged, we both get prayed for, and, um, and we both get asked the tough questions. And sometimes I need to be asked the tough questions because I don't wanna get relaxed or think that I'm doing just wonderful and I'm never challenged. And when someone challenges me, with, well, you know, did you think that was a good idea to do this? Um, well, I, I sure I thought it was. Well, what about this? That you know, the, these are consequences that can occur because of this decision, and and then it makes me uncomfortable. But but I learn and grow from it. So thank you to these accountability partners who have just been there, and encouraged me, uh, just through different times of my life and have been there completely and there's other people have been there for me as well i'm not just saying those are the only two people there's other people that have but here's just two key people who have been there a lot over the years and are still there uh when i had a i mean i like to run i like to exercise and i messed up my hamstring i just have kind of one leg that's a little messed up than the other. So when I do a lot of running on it, I put a strain on the hamstring and it, and it happens all the time. And I really have to be consistent in doing exercises for that hamstring. But, but I didn't realize that I had to do all this exercise. And I was just, I mean, I pulled a hamstring and it was two years and I'm still trying to, to get it to heal up. And I just had a friend that came along who was in the physical therapy said, Hey, I can, I'll give you some exercises to do. And I'll just keep track of how things are going and I'll add or subtract or whatever we need to do that. And sure enough, um, it took several months, but did these exercises and was back into running and was up to seven, eight miles, which I try not to do a whole lot just because I don't want to mess up my legs anymore. And what a blessing that was to me that somebody that would dare to invest into my life to help me be the best that I can be. And boy, that's what I, that's what I want for, for every person with this. I want you to be the best that you can be and just pray to God. Hey God, I, I want, I want to be your servant. I want to be the best servant that you can make me. So help me. And, and me just being able to run again and exercise again. I mean, it is a great blessing. When I work with the youth and minister to the youth, I like to be doing the activities there. So if they're out playing ultimate frisbee football or whatever, I, I like to be right out there with them. And that's enabled me to be in good condition, uh, lung capacity and all that stuff that I can I can run and, and do all these things. And, and it's used as a tool. My running is used as a tool to be able to connect with other people, especially a lot of youth. And then when it comes time for me to speak, um, the good news of Jesus, I've captured their attention. Like, oh, Blair, he's pretty cool. He hangs out with us. He does all this stuff with us and or whatever. So not to say that aren't negative things being said, but God really uses it to be a blessing. So praise the Lord for what he does. And thank you for the friend who's helped me in, in these, in these uh, physical ailments situation. Um, Another thing I, well, here's, I'm going to mention three guys that was in our youth group when I was a youth pastor. And it was the, they call them the sight boys. Uh, it was the three brothers. And they, uh, 
uh, they didn't have a lot of like me, I, I had a spiritual background, but it wasn't like the strongest spiritual background. And they had some spiritual background too, but not a real strong spiritual background. And so they were, as they got connected with our youth group, because we played football every, every week we played football and them guys got involved with that. When it came time for the message at first, you know, they didn't, they didn't stick around, but as time went on, we, we just became the connect each other with each other and became like friends really uh, as a youth pastor and youth youth there's just you know there's a bond there so um and it grew and developed and they became leaders and now they're they're in different areas now they're all out of school and, and one of them's married another one's getting married and i'm going to be doing the wedding and uh and the other one's working down south but anyways uh, just a blessing. When I needed any work done, I, I would get wood for the wood burning stove every year. And them guys would come and help me get wood, uh, load it, unload it, stack it, everything. Them guys, if I had anything going on, boom, they were there to help out. If we, they like to do sports. So we'd meet at the gym, just go up to the gym at the church and play basketball or throw the football around or I mean we just did stuff together and what a blessing they have been and now here that here they are adults and I call them my friends and it's just because they've been been there for me and been a blessing and look I you know I could I just well, let me just tell you a story about the site boys we joked around and we still do we joke around a lot in fact when I was uh when we played football this one one particular day, <clears throat> I went out for a pass and, and I looked over my shoulder and I could see the ball was going more this way. So I hurried up and turned around and reached up. And this one kid was right here next to me. And boom, our hands were both in there on the football. And, and I, was, I was able to bring it in. And just as I did, though, there was a tree, I mean, right smack dab in front of me, which, I, you know, I couldn't see it. But as soon as I caught it, boom, I mean, I'm I'm two feet away from the tree running full bore. And when I hit that, I broke my boom, I broke my wrist. Then I dropped the ball. But that tree was the end zone. And so I always say I hit the pylon. So it's a touchdown. And and then but Jordan, one of the site brothers, just harasses me like, oh, it was just a tree this big around. I'm like, I don't care how big it was. It wouldn't move. And when I hit it, I mean, I hit it. I mean, it, I hit it hard, even like when it hit here, it broke my wrist, but it, it actually like hurt my ribs. So I couldn't take deep breaths. And um, uh, so anyways, I was hurt, but he makes fun of me because, well, you, you dropped the football and, oh, it ran into a tree and it hurt you. And it was only this big around. And, you know, he just, and that's just, you know, the fun that we could have with each other. In fact, I remember after working at the with the wood, we got in the van and was I was going to take them guys home. And Jordan, you know, he's the youngest one, and he's a little bit, you know, snappy with his voice and jokey and stuff. Well, he's joking around with me. Well, I'm joking right back like a little kid with him, and I'm making my comments back to him. You know, I'm not going to let him out remark me. And John, the oldest brother, is like listen to both of us. And he looks at me when I make a little comment. He goes, "Wow, I remember when I was in fourth grade." I go, well, you should, you were there four years. And so just little comments that we can make with each other. And 
you know, what, just what great friends God's blessed us with, all of us with. And I could go on with more, but really the bottom line is this. Who are people that have impacted your life? Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, and uh, contact them today. Don't wait. Don't put it off. And, and here's why I say don't put it off. I don't want you to have any regrets. We had a kid in our youth group, just an awesome kid. He played football, and he was in our youth group. And there's other football players that were in our youth group, and and just you know, great group of kids. But he was in depression, and nobody nobody could see it, and he committed suicide. And it was a tough time. And I just remember at the funeral, two of the football players that were there, and one of them was 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 crying, and you know, I'm just kind of like got my hand on his back and stuff and. You know, it, it's, it's going to be okay. It'll, it'll be okay. I know it's tough right now and stuff. He goes, yeah. But he says, you know what? I never told him I loved him. And that was a regret of his. Not, you know, like, oh, I love you. But I mean, oh, God, we're friends. And you're special to me. And I love you. And I love you as my friend. And we just need to be able to do that more often. And make sure we do it so we don't have any regrets. All right? Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. And hopefully my stories have brought an impact upon your story and just brought memories into your life and, and friends into your into your mind. And just like, oh, yeah, I remember I remember something similar to that. But it was with this friend of mine, so and so. So hopefully it's been a positive thing for you. Listen, I love you. Appreciate you. If you ever need need anything, text me or um, Facebook me, YouTube me, whatever. Um, and I'll be an encouragement. I'll pray for you, whatever. All right. God bless you. Hope you have a great week and look forward to hearing any testimonies. Take care.